You're listening to Fit Girl, your guide to getting in shape. This is podcast episode number 215. In this episode, training, insanity and results, motivation, time management and your success, and in nutrition, weight loss pill ingredients, helpful or harmful. I'm Kira Langolf, your host and guide to getting in shape. As a professional fitness trainer, it's my job to get clients in shape quickly and keep them healthy. In this podcast, I'll reveal to you the shape-up secrets I use along with training, nutrition, and motivational tips and advice. I'll set you straight on what works and what is a waste of time, and I'll be your guide to your best body ever. Check out my websites at fitnessmakeover.com and coachkira.com. And now here's episode 215. First of all, I'd like to say thank you to all the people that have come over to the Quick Fit Club website and signed up for the free membership because um, apparently all of you heard me really well, and I'm really glad that you're there. Uh, we're doing some tryouts, uh, as I told you last time. It's not completely ready for full launch. We still have some things to add. But in the meantime, I definitely want you to do the videos, and I've put up a survey there to ask you some questions to get some feedback about what you like, what you don't like, um, certain things that you have at home or maybe you don't, or whatever concerns you have for getting your workouts done consistently at home. And that's what the Quick Fit Club is all about, making sure that you can stay consistent so that you can get the results you want and making it easier to get on track, stay on track, stay in shape, and pretty much just eliminate excuses and actually look forward to your regular workouts. So if you haven't already gone to quickfitclub.com, get on over there. Um, I'm not sure how much longer we're going to be doing the free memberships, but you'll at least get a, a month or two out of it. And anything that gets you started and gets you some good workouts is going to be a good thing. And then, of course, remember to hit that survey after you've watched some of the videos because some of the questions are about that. And uh, let me know what you think and what you like and what you might want to see. Since our first topic kind of goes along with that, um, we're going to go ahead and jump into the training section. Now, when we talk about training and your workouts and whatever you want to call your type of exercise, uh, we think about doing certain things. Now, there's been a couple of different takes on what insanity is, and I'm not talking about the workout program. I'm just talking about insanity in general. A couple of phrases that I found were uh, one being the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Now, I'm sure you've probably heard that too, but did you ever think about it in the realm of your workouts or your diet and what you eat or whatever program that you're doing in terms of not seeing results? And yet you still go to the gym and continue to do the same workout program over and over again without seeing any changes, without getting any results, and yet you're thinking that you're supposed to be getting results. And this has kind of become a habit. You know, you go in, you put in a, a little half-hearted effort, and you think that by doing that and the same thing over and over again that you are supposed to change. Like it's something having to do with every time you enter the gym after a certain amount of time, uh, 10 pounds comes off. But that's not how it works. If you keep doing the same things and it's not working, then move on. 
sometimes it's the old leaving of the comfort zone that you need to do. And I know for a lot of women, it's the cardio. You know, they're so good at it because we are more endurance creatures than strength ones like like the men are. And we gravitate towards that because we feel like we're not going to be embarrassed. And that's not the thing we need to focus on. Focus on the weight training. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask. Um, and this goes for the guys too. It's okay to ask for help with a trainer or have a trainer show you a couple of new um, exercises. It's definitely money well spent when you invest in that kind of instruction, even if you just say, okay, I want to learn two new exercises this month and then I'll learn two more next month because learning how to do something correctly is something that you keep for a lifetime. So making those changes are very doable. It's just a matter of coming to the reality that, hey, I'm insane. I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting to get different results and it's just not going to happen. So change it. I mean, I know that's the easiest thing to say and do, and you can do it. And I know there can be a lot of reasons why everyone gravitates to doing the same thing. They stay in their comfort zone. But sometimes those reasons are just excuses. So think outside the box in that respect as far as getting help, whether it's from me or a magazine or videos or a trainer. But don't just look at other people in the gym and try to imitate them because half the time they don't know what they're doing. As a matter of fact, I saw a couple of people in the gym today that looked like they were in good shape, but you know what? The exercises they were doing, I, I didn't even know what they were doing or what they were supposed to be working. But somebody might look at them and say, hey, they look like they're in good shape. I'll do that exercise. And a couple of things could happen. They could injure themselves or they could get no results. And even worse, somebody else could see them doing it and then start doing that as well. So get proper instruction. There's so many ways to do it. Now, we have the fitnessmakeover.com exercise library, and that's um, fitnessmakeover.com forward slash muscle that has the videos that you can check out to get the proper form down before you go into the gym. I have the audio workouts that basically I train you repetition by repetition through your weight training. And I designed that actually for, started out for a friend of mine who wanted to do the weights but was afraid to go and look stupid. So I said, well, you're listening to me in the headphones and I'm gonna tell you exactly what to do. So you're not gonna look stupid. And that's where that came from. And now we have a bunch of different um, episodes or workouts that you can get. And then that way you start to gain your confidence. You, you get out there on the weight training floor, use the machines, use some of the dumbbells and gain confidence. And once you have that confidence, it's so much easier to go into that area that used to be foreign to you, that used to be kind of scary, and maybe you thought it was just for the guys, and you go in there, you know what you're doing, nobody's going to stop you, and you know what? Most of the time, the guys are not doing it right. So just headphones on, ignore everybody else. You're there to focus on yourself and nothing else. And pretty much everybody else is doing the same thing. They're focusing on themselves. So if you think they're looking at you and think that they're going to make fun of you doing something, don't worry. It's not going to happen. Nobody's really looking. They're only looking at themselves. Now, there is a second phrasing that's similar to that first one, um, but a little bit different. It, the quote goes, making a mistake once is called learning. Making it twice means you're not learning. So kind of interesting in that respect. A lot of times you've done a certain workout program once and gotten no results. 
and maybe you just didn't put in the best effort, maybe you didn't push yourself, maybe you didn't change your weights, but then you say, okay, well, I'm going to do that workout program again. So the second time around, you're already familiar with the mistakes that you made the first time. Second time around, you should fix those mistakes. So you should feel the results. Now remember, results are not just transforming your body. Results come in the form of some inches lost or your clothes fitting more comfortably or your muscles feeling tighter or maybe even you're just getting stronger and can do a couple more repetitions. That is all indication that yes, something is working. Changes take time. They take time to appear on your body and they take time for you to work on it so that your body can change. So patience and knowing what to recognize is going to be part of the battle as well. So what I want you to do is take a look at the program you're doing right now. Is it the same one you've been doing for a long time? Are you getting results? We know we need to switch up our training programs and at certain time intervals, I call ours cycles because basically, basically we'll have a three, four, or six week cycle and you go through certain exercises in that week's time and then you go on to another cycle. So not only does this help you uh, prevent boredom, but it keeps your body changing. So take a look at your workout, see if you need to jump out of your comfort zone and go get some instruction or some help or just go back to the weight training. You might know exactly what to do and just for some reason fell out of habit. So get back to those weights because that's going to make the most bang for your buck. And speaking of cycles, that is also how the Quick Fit Club is made so that you will be doing the same three workouts, well actually there's three different workouts, but you're going to do each one once a week for four weeks. And that way you have a chance for your body to get more familiar with the exercises, to get stronger, and you get that adaptability that makes the changes in your body. You eliminate the guesswork and you eliminate the chance of boredom. And what we're doing right now with these workouts is actually preparing the body for some future exercises. Like for example, um, in the October workouts, we're doing a lot of one-legged things, a lot of alternating sides. And that's working on the balance so that in a couple of months, we can add certain components that are going to require a lot of balance and a lot of strength together. So there's always a plan behind the plan. And that's the nice thing about cycles when you're doing that for your workouts. Now, you can also do your own cycles. You can say, okay, for these four weeks, I'm going to focus on strength and increase the weight for each set for, say, four or five sets. Or you might say, you know what, this time I'm looking for just consistency. So my goal is just to get in there consistently and do a workout that is a full body. Or you might want to say, well, you know, flexibility is my focus right now. Or maybe you just did some real heavy, heavy training and now recovery is more your focus for the next four weeks. Maybe you just do like three sets of 10 of everything. So this can go on throughout the year and it could be every four weeks or every six weeks. The newer you are to training, um, the longer it's going to take for you to adapt. So keep that in mind. You don't want to change it up too quickly. And one last thing on training. I know we've said it before. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So don't walk into the gym not knowing what you're going to do or just winging it because you're not going to get anywhere. Go in there with a plan, whether it's written or whether it's in your head, of what you are going to accomplish that day, that time in the gym because you have to have a goal to work towards it to see if there's going to be results at the end. 
so you can learn whether something works or not. And that way you won't be completely insane. Maybe a little insane, but still not completely insane like the definition that we talked about earlier. Now also speaking of what we were just talking about, which is time management and planning, same thing goes true for your time and getting the most out of your day. Now, a lot of times we all have 20 million things going on at the same time, so how do you get everything done? And how do you balance everything without become, becoming overstressed? And that includes getting your exercise done. Now, sometimes you need to look and say, what can I delegate? Okay, not order people around, but what can I say is not that important for me to do, but I can get somebody else to do it that can do it just as well. So if you can delegate certain tasks, whether it's to your kids or your friends or your coworkers or even just for yourself to do on a completely different day. And that could also be prioritizing some of those tasks as well. So sometimes you realize that you don't have to do all of it. Somebody else can do it and might just have the time to do it. So free yourself from certain mundane tasks so you can get to the really important stuff like making a plan for the gym which is uh, goes along with our tip number two for the uh, time management is create a to-do list. Now we can do it with paper and pencil, you can do it in your phone, you can do it on any device, but again just like going to the gym you want to have a to-do list. You need to know what you need to get done today to get you where you want to be for tomorrow and the next day and on down the line. And the same thing goes for the gym. That's why you don't want to go in there haphazardly and just say, well, I'll jump on the cardio for a little bit and I'll do some crunches and that'll get me in shape because you know it's not going to. You should have a to-do list, whether it's on paper in a, in a workout log or in your head of going in and saying, okay, I know I need to get a full body workout. I don't have a lot of time. I'm going to hit my squats, my pull-ups, some chest press, um, I'm going to superset some biceps and triceps and within half an hour I'm going to be done and out. So you've got that to-do list in your head. That way you know what you have to accomplish and you can get to it a lot more quickly. Now planning goes along with that to-do list. Once you kind of know what you need to do, whether it's in the gym or at home, you can make a plan. And that's what uh, is nice about doing that little five-minute cardio before your weight training is that you can kind of run through that plan in your head. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is the order of it. You know, this is what I want to accomplish. So at the end of each day or before a workout, run through the plan that you have. That way you can not only visualize yourself doing it, but you'll definitely be able to hit the ground running because you know things move more quickly when you have a plan and you have a list to follow. It's kind of like when you're driving somewhere and you don't have directions, you just kind of go a little slowly, you're not really sure where you're going, or maybe even if you do have directions, you've never been there before, it's very unfamiliar, you're going to be going slower than if you knew where you're going and knew exactly where you needed to go and what you needed to do. Okay, so the next time management uh, tip that I'm going to give you is organizing your space. Now, this can be at work, it can be at home, it can also be your gym bag. So, things that are going to make it easier for you to do what you are supposed to do or what you want to do to get the results you want. So, for example, your gym bag could include a pair of uh, workout clothes, shoes, socks, underwear, um, 
always as a backup. You know, maybe you take your old sneakers and just throw them in the trunk of your car. That way, if you ever get to the gym and say, oh my gosh, I forgot my sneakers, you at least have something to put on your feet so you don't have an excuse to leave. Same thing with the outfit. Have an emergency outfit in the back. doesn't have to be fancy or anything, a t-shirt and some sweatpants or whatever. It's just there. And to be honest with you, I usually keep one for myself and my daughter in the car because a lot of times we get stuck in the rain and you're soaking wet, so you need to change into something. Um, so it's always good to have that. You never know when you might need it. And it could be in your gym bag or it just could be in the car. Now, personally, I don't keep much in my gym bag. I really just keep my workout log, um, maybe an extra pair of headphones, and um, the lock that I put in the locker, and maybe my wrist straps if I might need to use them. Um, but that's about it. Oh, and of course your workout towel. So the car has the extra clothes, but the gym bag is almost always in the car anyway. So, you know, six in one, half a dozen the other, but you're prepared for any consequence, okay? So that's part of creating an organized, well, I guess you'd call it workspace or exercise space so that you're, you're ready for anything. Um, there's nothing worse than getting to the gym and being all psyched to work out and then realize you forgot to bring a shirt to change into or socks or something like that. So, you know, go do that right now. And that way, at least you always have a backup. And you just might be surprised that you end up using those clothes for another purpose, but at least you've got it there. So a quick review of the time management tips. You're going to delegate tasks to people, uh, things that you don't really need to do. You're going to create a to-do list so that you know what you need to do. You're going to plan for the next day so that you are visualizing and have a good layout for what needs to be accomplished. And you're going to organize your space and be prepared for any, oh, I guess it could be a natural disaster if you miss your workout, isn't it? Well, anyways, just be prepared for anything. Now in nutrition, we're going to talk about some of the different components of certain diet pills or weight loss pills. Um, these are things that you've probably heard of before, and we're just going to do a, a quick buzz through things that work and don't work and whether they're harmful or not. So the first one that is quite common is Kytosan. And I might not be saying that right, but that's the way we say it here. And this is actually something that is made from shells of shellfish, like lobsters and shrimp. And it's actually an indigestible fiber. So it's supposed to actually help you with your weight loss by binding with the fats that you eat and blocking the absorption. Now, if you're eating a, a low fat or no fat diet, it's not going to work for you. So you do need to still have those healthy fats in your diet anyway. Now, of course, there's studies that don't support this claim. Um, there's some that do. Now, some people will say they have the side effects of constipation and gas. So who knows? Some people don't even notice any difference at all. And of course, if you have shellfish allergies, you definitely want to stay away from that. Now, the next thing that you'll often find in um, diet pills is chromium. And we definitely know a lot about chromium, and it definitely does a lot of good things. Um, usually, it's chromium picolinate. And it's promotes your lean mass. Um, it helps to decrease, decrease your body fat. Of course, all of that's relative because how it does that is by helping you to regulate your blood sugar levels. And we know with a more constant blood sugar level, your insulin's not going to come up and down. Your body's not going to want to hold on to fat or not be feeling like it has to hold on to fat. Uh, fat. Now, 
studies, of course, are going to say that it's inconclusive because some have, you know, worked and some haven't and blah, 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 blah. But I personally, myself and my clients have had benefits from chromium. So it's up to you. It's certainly something that's good and it's certainly not a harmful ingredient to the um, weight loss pill. Now there was one study that used about 200 to 400 micrograms of chromium and it resulted in about a two and a half pound weight loss per week in some people, which is probably a little much. Maybe they were more concerned with um, how they were eating and such since they were also taking this supplement because that sounds a little high. But anyways, anything that can help with your blood sugar levels are definitely going to help with your weight loss. Now, um, other studies found that people lost body fat and increased their muscle tissue. And of course, they didn't have much change in their body weight because muscle weighs more than fat. So if you lose fat, you're going to be smaller. But if you gain muscle, you're going to be heavier. That's why we say don't look at the scale. Now, of course, anything that you have too much of is possible to overdose or um, have toxicity. So the average for chromium is going to be that 200 to 400 micrograms a day, definitely not over a thousand. So look for that when you are, well, looking at weight loss pills, which hopefully you're looking more along the lines of something that's more health related than that. Now, uh, bitter orange, which is also written out as citrus, and I'm going to say this wrong, citrus orantium, which is basically why we always call it bitter orange, not that other phrase. Um, anyways, this is a natural source of synephrine, which is kind of a cousin or maybe sister to ephedrine. And it's the way the supplement company has kind of gotten around the whole ephedra ban, because unfortunately ephedra does work for weight loss, but then some people got in trouble with it, and then certainly not as many as other things that are out there, but obviously it got pulled from the markets and we're stuck. So anyways, um, they say that there's nothing that's published on its own, but there's actually some that are published that have a combination of ingredients, um, including the ephedra. So it's that combination that usually actually promotes the weight loss. But as you know, sometimes the stimulants that are in ephedra can increase blood pressure, which is not good for some people, um, and it can increase the heart rate, which is not good for some other people. So um, it can also, though, help with your breathing, which is good for some people. So everything has its pluses and minuses. It's all how you use it, and it's all being educated about it. So you're definitely probably going to find that particular um, product in most diet pills. Now, CLA is something else that's quite common, and you can actually get that on its own and use it on its own. There's no stimulants or anything like that. It's conjugated linoleic acid. And I think we did a podcast on this a while ago, but anyways, um, there has been some research that hints that it does help with your body fat and increasing your lean muscle. Um, but nobody wants to come out and say 100%. But the different fitness magazines you'll read really tout it as something that works. Now, it's actually something that's found naturally in dairy foods and beef and you know, considered pretty safe for most people. Um, a lot of your CLA supplements by themselves will also have chromium. So you kind of get a good pack together with those two without getting the other um, stimulants or anything like that. So that could be a good alternative. Um, nothing is going to make fat just drop off you. 
it's, it's all a supplement to help you. It's to supplement your diet, your food, with um, things that just aid. They're not going to do it by themselves. Now, the next thing is Garcinia Cambogia. And then that is the extract um, that contains the hydroxycitric acid, the HCA. Now, that's supposed to help you with your appetite curb your food intake um, to help get rid of excess fat. Now, of course, you're going to find studies that have failed to prove it does anything at all, but then there's other ones that are, you know, showing that there is some promise to it. So, yeah, who knows? Um, the most common, they say, side effects are upper uh, respiratory issues and gastro symptoms. Um, that does go a lot with the synephrine the bitter orange, um, those are usually combined together to have a more powerful punch. Um, the other thing that's usually combined with those two is the guana, which is caffeine. It's just a fancy way of saying it. Um, it's from the, the guana plant seeds. Now, of course, caffeine has a mild appetite suppressant, might have more of an appetite suppressant depending on how used to coffee you are. Um, what your tolerance level is. And the studies that had shown ephedra working actually had a combination of caffeine, ephedra, and aspirin. That was the, the combination. And the doses they took would probably kill most people, which, you know, yeah, sure, it worked, but, you know, I don't think most people could tolerate the doses that were studied, and that was a long time ago. So anyways, that's definitely something that's used often and uh, these weight loss pills and caffeine's not a bad thing unless you know you're allergic to it or you have way too much of it so keep that in mind that a little bit is okay now that's also a way to look at natural things a lot of times they'll say oh it's natural um, but that still is going to be a stimulant and then you combine it with the other items it's going to be a very strong stimulant so just get your education and just be aware of reading labels and figuring out what you're actually putting in your body. So there's a lot of other very common items that are found in diet pills or weight loss pills. And I might go through a couple more of them in future episodes. But for right now, the things to know uh, would be that the ones that are studied the most are your CLA and your chromium. The ones that are often put together are your guana or caffeine your HCA, and your bitter orange. But the bottom line is your consistent exercise, especially your weight training, and healthy eating. Now, these supplements like this will help if maybe you have an, an over-crazy appetite. Maybe you hit a plateau. Um, maybe you just need a little bit more energy before you work out because you've had a long day. So different reasons for different people as far as why they may use some diet supplements. You certainly don't have to use any of them to get yourself in your best shape ever. You can just control that with real food and real exercise. So remember to go onto the Fit Girl USA Facebook page and let me know if you have been doing the same program over and over again. And if you have found that it's time for you to change your program, what type of new things are you going to be doing to make it different than your previous programs? 
remember to go to quickfitclub.com and go ahead and get that free membership so you can try out some of the videos. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, and what you might want to see. Um, these are also workouts that we've done with our fitness makeover program, and they are workouts that definitely work. And I got to be honest with you, I'm very much a perfectionist. So, you know, there's some things that didn't quite come out right in these. And we just had to, let's say, go ahead and put them up there. Um, I wasn't real happy with that. But, you know, they're not horrible. And maybe you don't even notice some of these little mistakes. But anyways, um, I'm not going to say any more because if you do, then you'll tell me. And if you don't, then it doesn't matter, right? We did just finish the October videos. And those were pretty fun. Um, and especially in the sense that we went out to do one of them and it was bright and sunny and like my eyes were squinty and then all of a sudden it's getting darker and darker and darker and then right two seconds after we closed it up it's pouring rain so it was kind of funny um, but anyways that's the challenges we have here in Florida it can rain for two seconds and then be sunny and then go back and forth and who knows but anyways hopefully that makes the um, exercise videos a little more fun for you to do and to enjoy as always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.